What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. This is episode two of the Mike Talk podcast. I am your host. My name is Mike. Um, I just want to welcome you guys back. Um, this is my second episode, and you know, I'd say from people listening to my first episode, they were pretty pleased with how it went. Um, I myself was pretty pleased with it, and I was really excited about it. And yeah, I mean, this is just a really cool experience that I'm going to continue to do and make these podcasts and continue to help people out there that may be lost or confused or just want tips and and help out there in the fitness industry. So um, again, welcome back. Um, this is episode two. So what we're going to be talking about today is um, caffeine, which is um, a topic that I love, and fat-burning supplements um, in that whole industry, um, which is another another topic that I can go on and on for days about. But before that, I just want to discuss what I went over in the first episode. Basically just gave a little, little intro to myself, background, how I got into the fitness world, my personal story of where I'm at today. And then I talked about the coronavirus, obviously, very popular topic right now, um, as it should be. And then I talked a little bit about body weight workouts and how if you still want to achieve your goals, that's still definitely possible. You don't have to have a gym membership to achieve your goals. You can do that in the comfort of your own home, and it's very possible, very possible. But before we get started today, I do want to give a huge shout-out to Becca Ballin and her podcast, The Trail I'm Taking. Becca actually helped me get into this podcast. Um, she helped me the whole time, just let me know what to do, how to do everything. So I have to give a lot of credit to her because without her, um, I probably wouldn't know how to start a podcast or what systems to use or anything like that. So I want to give a huge shout out to her. Um, her podcast is great. It's really about college advice, the college lifestyle. You know, she's your typical college student. Obviously, we go to the same school up at Piedmont. Um, she's a freshman. So her podcast is really great to listen to. You know, if you just want something to to listen to on a nice long drive, uh, I definitely recommend listening to The Trail I'm Taking with Becca. All right, let's go ahead and dive into it. going to start talking about caffeine. There's a lot of people out there that I feel talk badly about caffeine and say, oh, it's not good for you, this and that. It's a stimulant. You're addicted to it. Well, it's not a stimulant. You can't be addicted to it. Okay, you can be addicted to shopping, you can be addicted to watching TV, okay? But when someone says you're addicted to caffeine, don't take it personally. You're not addicted to caffeine. Caffeine is I feel something everyone needs. And I feel like it's really great to use. Definitely one of the myths I feel for caffeine is people like I just said, people say it's addictive. It's definitely not addictive. It's not a stimulant. Some people call it a drug. It's definitely not a drug. There's probably every 9 out of 10 people in this world drink caffeine. Most of the time it's coffee, and then the other part of the time it's energy drinks. Now we're going to get into energy drinks a little bit later in this episode, but caffeine is not bad for you. I personally daily, maybe every other day, I have about 600 milligrams of caffeine tops two cups of black coffee. That's about 300 milligrams right there. I drink my coffee straight black. Um, and I'll talk about why I do that towards the end of the, end of the episode, but I drink it straight black. 
And then I do have an energy drink most days out of the week. Is that the best thing for me? No, but in my opinion, caffeine is caffeine and in whatever form that you take it, it's still going to affect you the same way. Another, another myth that I see a lot nowadays is caffeine increases the risk of heart disease. It does not increase the risk of any disease. That is a huge myth, and I hate when people say it. That's not true. There's been a large scale of studies that have shown that the caffeine consumption does not increase your risk of cardiovascular disease. It also does not raise cholesterol levels or cause irregular heartbeat. Now, is it going to cause your heart maybe to be a little faster? Maybe. But it's not going to make it irregular to the point where it's unhealthy and you have to go to the hospital. Occasionally, you're going to have a slight rise in your blood pressure. That's okay. That's not a bad thing because there are people out there who are more sensitive to caffeine than others. So if you know you're sensitive to caffeine, I would say 300 milligrams a day and cut it off. You know, that is the daily intake for most people is 300 milligrams, and that's a very healthy intake. So I would say if you are someone that is sensitive to caffeine, stop it at 300. Another myth to kind of piggyback off of caffeine causing a higher risk of heart disease is caffeine causes cancer. I mean, you're kidding, right? Caffeine does not cause cancer. There is unlimited scientific evidence that this is not true. For example, I pulled something off the internet here. I'm going to read it to you. This says, two studies of large numbers of people in Norway and Hawaii in a review of 13 studies involving more than 20,000 subjects found no relationship between regular coffee or tea consumption and cancer risk. Now, I know tea has nothing to do with caffeine, but when it said regular coffee, regular coffee, black coffee, a Starbucks, you know, sugary coffee, it is not going to make your chances higher of having cancer. That is the, the biggest bowl I've ever heard. It honestly angers me that people think that. So if you're someone who's afraid of drinking caffeine just because of that reason, please do not be afraid. Drink your caffeine. You can get your 300 milligrams in a day. I promise you for the next, in the next 10, 15 years, you're still going to be cancer-free. And then this last myth I want to bring up is I hear a lot of as well, is that there are no positive effects of caffeine. There are unlimited positive effects of caffeine. Caffeine is very well recognized for increasing both alertness levels, which a lot of us need when we're in school and sports and stuff like that, and increasing our attention spans. Personally, I've had a lot of night classes through college so far, you know, about to go into senior year. So the past couple of years, I've had some night classes that have lasted four hours. Without caffeine or anything in my system, I can't have that long of an attention span just sitting there and listening to a teacher talk. That's just me personally. I know a lot of people feel that way. I have to have some sort of caffeine to keep me up, to keep my alertness up, to keep my attention span up. Caffeine is not a bad thing for this. This could be the only time you drink caffeine during the day. You have one cup of coffee and it can make a world of difference for you in a situation like I just said. And then this last thing here, studies have also shown that caffeine may also improve memory and logical reasoning. 
I can't say I have any experience with that. That's happened to me personally. There's been a lot of studies on caffeine and if it's good for you, if it's not, and this and that. And personally, I'm going to believe those studies because I'm definitely a big advocate for caffeine. I do not think it's a bad thing for you at all, nor do I think it's a stimulant. Now, I am an NCAA athlete, and I have to keep my caffeine intake pretty low because when they do drug test you, it can show up. I'm not sure as what, but it can show up on a drug test. So during the school year, I'm definitely a lot more careful with how much I intake. I try to take little breaks during the week as best as I can. But out of season, now I'm not saying I go absolutely crazy on caffeine out of season. I'm not saying I drink three energy drinks a day and have a black coffee along with it in the morning. I'm not saying I do that, but I'm not super cautious about how much I'm intaking because I know it's really not going to affect me in a negative way per se. So that's basically my view on caffeine in general. What I want to get into next is comparing two energy drinks that very popular on the market right now have been for probably about a year now. They look the exact same can-wise, their appearance. And that's Bang Energy and Rain Energy. They even sound the same. Personally, Bang is my go-to energy drink. I love Bang. Been drinking them for probably a year and a half now. Um, one of my good friends introduced me to them, and she knows who she is out there. I love them, and I thank, I thank her for that. But I love them. I enjoy drinking them. And the can itself, the, the liquid in the can has 300 milligrams of caffeine. That's two cups of black coffee. Okay. 300 milligrams is the daily intake amount for the average human. Most of the time, I will have pretty much one bang a day. Okay. So there's my caffeine intake. Out of the season, I will drink a lot of black coffee and I'll switch off some days. Like one day, I'll have some black coffee. Um, the next day I'll have a bang. I'll take one day off, two days off in between a week and just stuff like that. Now, when we're comparing bang to rain, it's funny because when I first saw rain out in stores, I literally thought it was a bang because of how similar, not the logos, but just the appearance of the can and how it looks. And even the, the names of the flavors, like for example, you have bang, one of their flavors is just cotton candy and rain's flavor of that is carnival candy. I mean, talk about copying. So I don't know who from rain, you know, thought of that, but I'd say, uh, they copied it pretty well and are trying to be very similar to bang. However, they do have most of the same ingredients. There are a few things that are not similar between the two. So bang has this, they're very well known for their super creatine, um, in their drinks. They are the only energy drink that does have creatine, in their drinks, and we know creatine, we know what it does, creatine monohydrate. Rain does not have this, obviously, but there's a small difference right there. What I think the big difference is between Bang and Rain is that Bang has, and forgive me if I say this wrong, anhydrous caffeine. Rain is natural caffeine. I'm sure if people know that, I'm sure it's a big decision maker for a lot of people. Because, you know, a lot of people love to do natural, natural this, natural that. Personally, I don't see a difference. I've had both drinks. I don't taste a difference. I don't feel a difference really as it affects me. But I went on Rain's website and I tried to get deeper info about their drinks. And what natural caffeine does 
it has to digest in order for it to give you an effect. So basically, once you once you finish your can of rain, you're not going to feel that caffeine hitting you until that drink is digested. That's, I would say, the benefit or what natural caffeine does. In comparison to Bang, Bang has an anhydrous caffeine. That hits you automatically. Now, I, I've had friends that had a Bang for the first time, and they probably felt that energy within 10, 15 minutes maybe. I remember the first time I had Bang, it hit me hard, honestly. It hit me hard. And I was like, wow, this is this is a legit energy drink and it is giving me all the energy in the world. But in terms of taste and everything else, there's really no difference between these two. Like I said, personally, Bang is my go-to energy drink. And a lot of people know that about me, but I'm not going to knock off Rain. The only reason I don't like them is because they basically copied Bang, in my opinion, for most of their stuff, including their appearance of their cans. But it's definitely not a bad energy drink. If you're looking for natural caffeine to put in your body, and here another thing about Rain, they have electrolytes in their drinks. So you get that extra hydration. Bang does not have that. So I think for Rain, that's a really big positive for them. But I just want to give a comparison of those two because those are two very big energy drinks on the market right now. And I know sometimes people may walk into a gas station, they see rain, they see bang, and they don't know which one to pick, you know, and they may look at the back and the ingredients and they really don't know what they're looking at. But, you know, I'd say either one's great. Personally, I would tell you to get a bang because that's just me. But if you're more into the natural stuff and those electrolytes and the extra hydration, get a rain. And now as we keep talking about caffeine, I want to get into black coffee. Now, I, like I said earlier, I was going to talk more about black coffee later in the episode. The reason I drink my coffee straight black is because, not because I like it and it tastes good. Okay, trust me, it doesn't, never taste the best. So what I do is I practice intermittent fasting. And if you don't know what intermittent fasting is, there's a couple ways to do it. A lot of people do it where they'll fast when they wake up, say from 8 to 12, and then they have a feeding period from 12 to 8, and then after 8 o'clock, they do not eat until 12 o'clock that next day. That's how I started out doing it, and I personally hated that way. Not eating after 8 was absolutely miserable. So what I started doing and have been doing for, I'd say, a year now, whenever I wake up, so say, for example, I wake up at 10 o'clock, I will fast the first four to six hours of the day. So usually it'll be four. Um, so I'll fast till about two o'clock. I have my first meal. My first meal could be about 800 to 1,000 calories. And then I'm pretty full until about seven, eight o'clock. I have my next meal, large meal, could be about 1,000 calories right there. And say it's about 10 o'clock, you know, I'm eating at a calorie deficit right now. So I'm intaking about 26, 2700 calories. I still have 600 calories to eat for the whole day. And the good thing about intermittent fasting is yes, eating healthy is great. But if you don't eat healthy, as long as you hit your calories and hit your protein, then you can eat whatever you want. Because as long as you're in that calorie deficit, you're going to be losing fat. And that's what I love about intermittent fasting. So get up, drink my black coffee. Black coffee stunts your hunger, by the way. Now I will say this. If you decide to do this intermittent fasting and 
you don't want black coffee and you try to drink a zero calorie energy drink, that is not going to keep your fast going. That's going to break your fast. And I'll tell you why. Energy drinks have sucralose and sucralose spikes your insulin. So say you wake up at nine and you have an energy drink at 10, you fasted for one hour because once you spike your insulin, then your fasting period is basically done. So black coffee, water, tea, or sparkling water. Four great options to stunt your hunger and push that first meal back at least four hours. You know, like I said, I love doing this. It works great. You also have to need to be patient with this process. I would say you'd start seeing results maybe about a month in. Um, so I think it's a great, it's a great thing to practice, great thing to do if you want to burn fat and lose fat. Definitely use that black coffee to your advantage. Remember, caffeine's not bad for you. Like I said earlier, caffeine's not bad for you at all. Black coffee gets your focus up, gets your attention span up. In the morning, if you have to do work, you know, keeping yourself occupied during that fast, drink your black coffee. It's really going to help you focus and, and stuff like that. And that's where I want to talk about fat-burning supplements. You don't need them. You do not need fat-burning supplements. There's a lot of industries out there that will try to sell you these pills, this powder, these drinks, and they'll tell you people lost 50 pounds in three weeks. Yeah, no, they didn't. Okay. That's ridiculous. You can't lose 50 pounds in three weeks. I'm sorry. That's just not possible. And they will do and say anything to make a buck off their product. Do not go for these fat burning supplements because you're literally flushing your money down the toilet. It is a waste of money, and I'm glad I never went for them. Trust me, all you need to do to lose fat is eat at a calorie deficit, and you don't have to do intermittent fasting, okay? You can just eat at a calorie deficit and be, be just as fine. I feel like intermittent fasting helps a little more, speeds up the process a little bit, because while you're fasting, your body's in that fat-burning mode, and that's what I love. I'm thinking, wow, I'm fasting right now, my body's burning fat. And that's what I love about it. But if you do not want to do that and you say you love eating breakfast, eat breakfast. Go ahead. Just make sure you're eating at that calorie deficit. And I promise you those those results will come in sooner rather than later. And you just have to be patient with it. You can't give up. You know, if you're doing it for a couple weeks, three weeks, and you're not seeing results, do not give up. Keep going because I promise you those results are going to come. But like I said, don't waste your money on those fat-burning supplements. It's not worth it. I promise you, waste of money. Go with the black coffee in the morning. Go with the sparkling water in the morning, the tea, the water. I promise you, it is very, very beneficial. Well, that's all I have for this episode of the Mike Talk Podcast. I really hope it was beneficial because I do love talking about all this stuff, especially caffeine and fat burning supplements and intermittent fasting and stuff. On the next episode, I'm going to go a lot deeper into intermittent fasting and stuff like that. Again, thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, really means a lot. Again, please leave comments, give me ratings, let me know how I'm doing. Let me know if you want me to talk about certain stuff on the next podcast or the future ones. And I'll see you next time on the Mike Talk Podcast.